0: is good everybody man let me know if y'all can hear me in the chat no powerpoint it you know like i usually have today but we had to get on here get instant reactions to the break-in news this has been confirmed by bethune cookman there are no rumors no speculation nothing like that this is a 100 percent fact <clears throat> ed reed has been named the next head coach at bethune cookman um Bethune Cookman just put out a tweet after Brett McMurphy broke the news for Action Network today. And it's expected to be finalized in the coming days. And also, Bethune will then release contact, I mean, contract information and everything like that. And Kevin, this is 100% real. Bethune Cookman already put out a tweet. And um, it is on my page if you're looking for it. Bethune Cookman has confirmed this news. And I also texted the new SID at Bethune Cookman, and this thing has this this thing's confirmed. So just to give y'all some backstory, as people roll in, people who, um, you know, people people who kind of want a little bit of backstory. So there was I was told of a meeting about two weeks ago between Ed Reed and Bethune Cookman, but there wasn't that the person I was talking to said he didn't know if they would have. Any legs because the concern was they didn't know if Ed Reed wanted to take on the challenges that would be, that would be presented with the Bethune Cookman job, and so they didn't know if he wanted to deal with all the let's just be honest the the funding issues the the facility issues let's just be honest right now Bethune Cookman is a is going to be an extremely large rebuild to to say the least. But the things that the the big positive for this for me is it makes Bethune Cookman extremely interesting in terms of a recruiting spot for especially athletes in Florida. If you remember National Signing Day or Early Signing Day, the biggest, the biggest concern for Bethune Cookman was they didn't sign anybody. Me and Scotty came on here. We were going through signings, going through commitments, going through all this stuff for all the different SWAC schools and other FCS schools nobody was signing to bethune cookman nobody they didn't land a soul on signing day and that was an issue because they have so many holes to fill so the biggest thing is ed reed's going to bring an injection of excitement interest and also there's a lot of recruits in the state of florida who are going to listen to him when he when he calls them when he knocks on their door when he recruits them and that's going to be huge and like Urban said here, nobody in the SWAC right now has as many connections in the city of Miami, in the area of South Beach, than Ed Reed. He is going to recruit South Florida like nobody else in the SWAC can. At, listen, you could say Willie might Willie might recruit North Florida well, recruit, recruit Georgia a little bit, but... Ed Reed's gonna have South Florida on lock for the swag. I don't think anyone's going to be able to recruit South Florida like Ed Reed because of the connections and the and the I would say just the cash he has in South Florida. This was a huge hire. And I get I didn't support a celebrity hire from Morgan State. They went out and got Damon Wilson. Hell of hell of a recruiter, hell of a coach. And that was the move for Morgan. But for Bethune Cookman I don't think a normal coach was going to be able to turn this thing around as quickly as someone like Ed Reed. I do think Ed Reed was the move here for Bethune Cookman. I really do. And you know, he's not going to have a spring season like a, like a prom did to to kind of get on his feet. I think the first season we'll see what it looks like. We'll see how cuz he has a lot of catching up to do on the recruiting trail. But the number one thing I always say with celebrity hires or anything like that, I want to see the staff he puts together. He has connections that other coaches might not have. Who is he going to bring along with them? And this hire is new. We don't know who, who he's going to bring with him. So if you haven't followed Ed Reed, he has been serving as the chief of staff for Miami right now. In South Florida, down there, Miami, he's been the chief of staff. He has not served on an on-field coaching role since he was the assistant DB coach for the Buffalo Bills for a season. He knows he's been in college athletics. He's been involved in the the behind-the-scenes. He has a bit of experience like this. So I do think that played a role in Bethune-Cookman trusting him to take over this program right now. But listen, this show is for you guys. Like the stream, call in number is 701-779-9585. I want to hear about I want to hear your guys' opinion on this hire. I don't know when my monitor over here came on, apologize for my face being blue, but 701-779-9585. This was a solid hire. And I, I thought I will tell y'all the next best candidate for them, and he did have real interest in the job, and he did get interview. Is Kevin Summan. Kevin someone had legit interest in this job they interviewed him multiple times extended an offer to Kevin Summan as well so Kevin someone Ed Reed as much as Bethune Cookman got a lot of flack for taking their time on the hire they had two huge names huge names that potentially could take that job with one had major SEC coaching experience and the other one is an NFL Hall of Famer is going to bring all the media attention and everything to Bethune Cookman. 9762 you're live.
1: What's going on, brother? This game script from today doing
0: What's good, man?
2: Well, look, it's like uh yeah, I'm going to do that.
0: Hey you're gonna have to call back, man. You're breaking up real, real bad. Yeah, you're breaking up.
2: Okay, I, I'll try to back a little bit later. Okay, all right,
0: 6864. You're live.
3: What's going on, Blue?
0: What's good, man?
3: Man, this Urban man. I I don't think nobody really understands how huge this higher is Uh, a little history about ed reed we all know he's one of the best safeties to come out of miami we already know how much he has uh relations with many nfl staff and when he went back to miami the university of miami had him come back because he could relate to the players and recruit all the south florida recruits football recruits to try to stay home so that's why he was one of the staff members on the hurricane staff for years but now he's in daytona man that is huge because like i said before he could re- recruit from 305 all the way up to north central florida he, he could recruit the whole state and be on the lookout for him And I would say, two years to bring many of those recruits that left the state, that went to, like, you know, Alabama, Florida State, just many recruits that left and went out of state. I wouldn't be surprised if they all come back if he transfers them and gets them back. I mean, be on the lookout, man. That's Man, that's huge for, for Bethune cooking, man.
0: I think I, I love it I, because, you know, With that division, you know, TC was Mm -hmm. doing his thing recruiting. Give him his credit. That team's still going to be really good because they've retained a lot of recruits, even though they lost a bunch. Willie with FAMU, they look like they were probably going to be the odds-on favorite for a lot of the media. Alabama State had a little bit of hype with Eddie Robinson being good in his first year. Connell Maynard is a personality. You know, he's going to do what he does. He's going to be competitive. I don't know if he could have won. But, man, now you add Ed Reed into Bethune-Cookman. With that, the the East is going to be a bloodbath when all these coaches get their programs up and running.
3: Yes. Yes. And I, I would be surprised if he brings in – he's going to coach that defense like no tomorrow, you know. So I wouldn't be – I would say – give him two, three years, I'm not even going to count this year, but give him two years. So let's say by 2025, BCU is, is, it can be a potential like juggernaut because even with what they had now back in the MEAC, they was always defensive first. Now they lost a lot of players and lost a lot of swag as far as they couldn't keep up with the financial side. But I think Ed Reed can change that. And he's able to go down into uh, what we call the mud, which is the inner Miami, Miami Central, Um, go down there to, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, like just the small inner parts of Pompano Beach, um, Northwest, like, I I just, I see it. I, I see it. When I saw this and you reported this, I'm like, there's no way. But it changes the whole dynamics of, because, like literally, he could say right now, "Okay, well, Mario Cristobal, you know, you got all of the Miami players, now those guys got another outlet to go to, and we already know, of course you know, Miami Hurricanes did not look good this year they They were not well coached on defense, and I believe that can be transitioned into a better defensive position. Because Ed Reed knows defense. You know what I'm saying? So I think once he gets together his staff, uh, I'm not saying it's going to be no Dion effect, but what I will say is that BC, he was now a new image. Go, Sam, you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had to end it with the Rattlers, man. Hey, I, I, the Florida Classic, <laughs> yeah. though, the Florida Classic is as big as it already is. You, Ed Reed now, really versus Willie Simmons next right. year, sign me up. I'm coming. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, like you had like, to go there, right? Yeah, that's that's my last week pick. I, I wasn't, I haven't picked all my FCS game day uh, travel locations. I'm going to be at the Florida Classic now, easily, no question. Yeah,
3: it, it, it's, that's going to be a different hype now, man. That is going to be a big different hype because you got Willie versus Ed Reed, and I, I would be, I would even say this: look, look. Okay, so let me ask you this. How many wins do you think, just based off of him coming in right now, how many wins would you give him?
0: What, they had two wins last year?
3: Two. And they, and most of their losses were like maybe by a score or two because there was a second-half team.
0: I mean, it has to be. I mean, if, if Ed Reed t- comes to Bethune Quitman this year and gets them to – Five to six wins—that's got to be an A plus year one, right? C- c-
3: I agree. Based on where
0: that program was,
3: yes, because they had many losses. Many losses came because of just miscues uh, last year.
0: Because here, so I know
3: he's going to clean that up on defense.
0: Because I know some people are going to look at Eddie Robinson because that was the most recent Correct. kind of first year with with no coaching experience, really head coach to come into the swag. He got what six, but I think yes. the difficulty of what Ed Reed's going to have to do for Bethune cookman is a whole lot more than what Eddie Rob had to deal with Eddie Robinson. Right. I mean, what the facilities at Alabama state, how much better are they than they, than Bethune's significantly, I would say. So I'm giving if if he gets to five six, man, that's that's a hell of a start. And then year two, look out. If he can win, getting because he's hired what December 27th. There's an agreement. So he'll what probably officially be named sometime either this week or next week. He's already missed early signing day. It really depends how many wins over these next two months. What can he do from the beginning of January to the middle of February when national signing day comes? He just has to go get some talent because Kamari Everett graduated, Jalen Jones transferred. Right. They they have they have a lot of holes to fill. So his recruiting and his staff building needs to be in overdrive. He's going to have to do so much more with less in a very, very quick amount of time.
3: So let me ask you this. He, he can basically – do you think he can still get into the transfer portal? And I'm not going to say – make it happen. What I will say is touch up his roster to where it can, it won't ease the pain of what they saw this year, but it will make some key additions to help him in his transition of his beginning year. I'll say it that way. Do you see that?
0: Yeah. He has an opportunity because here's the misconception. And there was a lot of people who were confused on this. The transfer portal windows aren't for recruiting. All the windows are on is when kids can enter the portal. As long as your name is right. in the portal before that window ends, you can commit, act like re- recruit to death if you want. There, like, there's no window on where, when, and where you could commit. It's just as long as you're in right. the portal in those forty-five days, you're good. And so, Ed Reed's got plenty of opportunity in. What there's there's like 30,000 kids on the portal, man? At the entire FCS. All right, so Let me give you
3: this. Watch for a big time flip or a big time recruit come in just on his name alone, coming out the transfer photo. Watch for this.
0: Uh, it's on gonna that happen. alone.
3: He's gonna he's I, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a Florida a Florida football recruit.
0: It, and it should, I, I I think, and a lot of people are asking why this job. I mean, if you're bethune Quitman, you probably had nothing to lose. You're probably like, "Listen, come in here. Correct, whatever you want to do, please just do it. Correct, <laughs> please just help us." I'm gonna
3: tell you, bethune, bethune was not Bethune was never a bad team. I don't I don't think a lot of people understand how at one point Bethune was a powerhouse. Like that was used crypto so they always they, – they were not real, real big, but they were real well coached. And Coach Sims always was able to keep that team to a key – like they say, a well-loved machine. But due to their years and what had went on with their financial capabilities, they fell off. And that's one of the reasons why they followed Fairview because the MIAC was not just really giving them help as far as additions of money and so on and so forth. So I would say that now, just based off of him alone, that the the contributions from the alumni and things of that nature where he, I think he's I think he's a under armor I'm not I don't think he's an underarm guy. I think he's either Nike or Adidas, but he's gonna have some key additions that's gonna help him get in there and gonna help him contribute to the mold that team to be. So uh, I'm not going to hold everything up. I'm going to let you out of the floor. I, I, I love it. I mean, I'm not a FAMU guy, but I am I live like 60 miles from Daytona Beach. Um, but as a FAMU guy, uh, Florida native, I'm not even going to lie to you, man. That's a damn good, great hire, man. Real talk. Damn man. good, great hire.
0: Man, I'm pumped for it. Hey, appreciate you calling in, man.
3: Anytime, brother. And like this –
0: He actually got cut off, but he said, like the stream. Definitely do that. Listen, if you want to call in 701 779 9585, be on here for a little bit more longer. But this is going to be, I I want to see his staff. That's the biggest question. I know, I know the deal was just kind of announced, but until I I really want to see one, his OC, and two, who he trusts to run the defense, because you know he's probably going to be a little bit hands on. But I want to see, who can he pull anyone from Miami? Is there any former NFL connections that he has that he can bring with him to Bethune to come coach, coach these guys up? And also, do any of the big names that enter the portal for Bethune-Cookman decide to come back because Ed Reed is now the head coach? Because, of course, you saw Amari Hill Robinson talking about potentially entering the transfer portal because Bethune-Cookman wasn't recruiting well, does a all conference DB now decide to stay at Bethune Cookman, which would be huge because Amari Hill Robinson is one of the best. I would say corners in the SWAC. Does he stay? Because now he has Ed Reed as the head coach, and has he talked to the players yet? Has he has he been on campus at all? Like I want I want to know how involved he's been in terms of already in, kind of recruiting his roster to stay, and what the selling point was for the before. I would say for whoever was on either the hiring committee or or whatever that may be, but FAMU Bethune Cookman now, man, I, I can't wait for the Florida Classic this year. That is going to be, even if Bethune Cookman isn't uh, isn't competing for a swag title this year, which they're probably not in year one, but this would be a, this is just going to be an amazing storyline. You got Willie Simmons and FAMU and doing what they're doing, probably going to be ranked in the FCS top twenty-five. Facing Ed Reed and Bethune Cookman in their first year, I absolutely love it, man. Shout out to Ken Clark, tuned in. Said a great hire for Bethune Cookman. It's just, I, I'm so happy that this hire happened because there's been, I, I'm going to spin, I kind of spin it in another way too because I know there's probably some people in the chat who are from other FCS programs or this is their first time tuned into the channel, but everyone in the chat who has been here as, or is a longtime HBCU football fan, swag football fan, or been watching the channel since, um, since the beginning, this is going to I think this is going to reinvigorate some people who may have lost some of, I would say their excitement after the whole, after the whole prom debacle. I really do think this was kind of like the shot in the arm that some people needed who were getting a, were way too caught up on the negative of prom leaving for Colorado and wondering what the future potentially could be. I really love the fact that this happened because I, I really do think it's going to keep some of those middle-of-the-road eyes on the swag watching FCS, HBCU football. And so I think this was a, a, a very important hire that Bethune-Cookman made. Oh, let's see. I got a. He said, "Better get your rooms now, Blue Orlando. Prices are going to be ridiculous. I might have to book my room right now after the show." Jordan, to, to be honest, he said, "Ed Reed isn't Dion Robinson. Uh, don't want that smoke out. Like y'all don't know who Ed Reed is. <laughs> uh, the classic will be more hype now. I agree. BCU has plenty of time to recruit a good team and plenty of time. It's it's." December 27th, he's a little bit behind. They didn't sign anybody on early signing day. So th- that might actually be a good So let me flip it on you guys. That actually might be a good thing. The fact that he has all those open scholarships to fill with players that he and his staff recruit could be priceless because he's not locked into. to – working with any players that another person possibly signed, he gets all those scholarships, all that freedom to build the, build this recruiting class exactly how he, how he wants. There aren't any commitments he has to honor. He doesn't have to pull anyone's scholarships. He doesn't have to do any quote unquote, re, um, roster management that way. All he has to do is go out here and straight recruit, get on the recruiting trail and fill as many scholarships and many roster spots as you can. And on top of that, with the new NCAA rules in terms of you're not limited to 25 new scholarships he can sign up to like 40 players if he needs to so he has so much flexibility to build the team exactly how he wants and that could really be a that could kind of be a blessing in disguise for this staff especially if you have a bunch of guys who uh might not have you know a whole bunch of experience like an Ed Reed I mean, he's been the chief of staff at Miami for anyone who's new to the show. I know there's a lot more people here than when we first started. He was the chief of staff at Miami for multiple years, worked in a kind of off-the-field role. He's been involved in college athletics. He was also the defensive back coach for the Bills, so he's coached at the NFL level. He's going to be okay. Yeah, I I think he's going to be okay. I'm not worried about him coming in and being completely lost. This isn't just hiring a random dude off the street. You're hiring an NFL Hall of Famer who's been working at a high-level P5 university in the building and upper management, and you're going into a university that honestly is going to need some restructuring at the top level too. So Ed Reed, I think, was the perfect hire. It It gives an injection of excitement and energy back into a program that a lot of people were just counting out. Let's be honest, there's there's 300 plus of you guys in the chat. Nobody was talking about Bethune-Cookman going into 2023. Nobody. Unless you were a Bethune-Cookman fan, you were not, you were not checking for Bethune-Cookman going into next season. Now you are. Now all the people who might not have been excited about tuning in to watch Bethune-Cookman or watch... X game that Bethune-Cookman's in next season, they're going to be tuned in just because Ed Reed is the head coach. So, But HBCU band talk, you were a Bethune-Cookman fan. (laughs) You were a Bethune-Cookman fan, outside of you. And so and I'm not saying he's going to go win the SWAC multiple years. I'm not saying he's going to go win a bunch of championships or the Celebration Bowl or anything. All I'm saying is I think he fits exactly what Bethune-Cookman needed at this exact moment. And I don't think a normal coaching hire would have had the same effect. And I think as long as he surrounds himself with guys who can coach at the highest level, can help him on the recruiting trail and help fill in the, fill in the holes of where he needs the most help. Ed Reed's going to be just fine at Bethune-Cookman. And on top of that, based on what I've been hearing, they're doing a lot of restructuring about support staff and things like that. I really do think, um, I really do think Bethune-Cookman is going to be better for this hire. And I just got a voicemail from the new SID over at Bethune-Cookman kind of confirming everything. I'm going to call him back after. There's no contract details right now. There's no staff hire details. This is completely fresh. We got a blank page after the hire of Ed Reed. He said that more details will be coming out in the next few days about what's kind of went on behind the scenes with this, what the contract negotiations look like, and what was promised and what was all in the – negotiations and what they promised them. But I love this hire real quickly, man. Call the number 701-779-9585. I usually got my ticker, but I was kind of rushing. I don't want to really block the the thing down here, but that's the call the number 701-779-9585. Take it all calls tonight. Let's see. The staff is important, but I expect them to recruit the state pretty well, get the talent in the program. He's going to, like Urban said on the first call, He's going to recruit Miami and South Florida like nobody else in the SWAG. That is going to be where Bethune Cookman has all their talent coming from, and it's one of the most talent-rich states. If you haven't, if you don't really pay attention to recruitment, there are two low three stars in Florida that could be dominant in some of the other smaller states. It is so deep in terms of athletes that you can get at multiple positions and speed. It, abundant man, and so I think I think Ed Reed's going to be able to recruit at a very very high level uh, let's see how fast do you think he out recruits JSU I don't I don't think he's going I don't think it's an immediate turnaround Jay I, I really don't I don't think it's an immediate turnaround and I talked about this on the call I know some people are just now tuning in I don't th- I don't think he has as easy as a I don't think he's stepping into a situation as easy as Eddie Robb did last year for Alabama State. I think he'll recruit well, but it's going to take some time. And with him getting a late start, I expect this first recruiting class to be pretty good. We'll see what he does. I think it'll be a lot of Florida kids. But then if he goes out there year one and does pretty good, develops some really nice talent, he has kind of a a basis to recruit on. Because right now you're going to recruit on potential. You're going to recruit – depending on who you hire as your staff, you're going to recruit based on who, the name recognition of Ed Reed. After year one, though, he can start recruiting based on on-the-field performance. As long as he performs well, the recruiting will continue to pick up. I don't expect him to have the number one HBCU class till – I mean, if he, if he has it, let me just say that. If he has it, it'll probably be a year three-ish. I think this is a, a bigger rebuild than Eddie Rob going to Alabama State then prom going to Jackson state. This is a much, much bigger rebuild just because, just because of the behind the scenes stuff. I don't think they're going to have to face as many off the field challenges in terms of support, hiring the the, the facilities, things like that. I, I think this is a much harder rebuild and Ed Reed has a much steeper challenge to face in front of them than, than prom and or Eddie Robb or Eve, or even Dooley stepping into Southern or, I mean, who else do you want to go? Who else do you want to go for? Bubba McDowell stepping into PV. I I don't think that was a super big. I mean, you're stepping into the former SWAC SWAC West champs. You're stepping into a two win team that was sadly displaced all season long due to hurricanes and things like that. There's a lot of things that you're going to have to build on behind the scenes. But I will say this. The new SID that they hired is a game changer. He was been the he's been the he's been the single best SID that I've probably worked with across the FCS. He's top five SID in the FCS. He's coming into Bethune Cookman, so I expect him to really really help with the access, with organizing things, press conferences, and, and everything like that. And I also expect him to be more. I, I don't know how to put this. He I expect him to allow the right people to cover the program and everything and also put put the program in the right positions to promote themselves on social media. And he's a he's a guy who has been at Bethune before, has has been at, at the P5 level as an SID. And on top of that, some of the behind the scenes position they are they're filling has been solid. So an SID is a sports information director, L. It's the it's the people who run the websites, control the media access. They they put on the coaches shows. They they do all the behind-the-stuff scenes for the program as a sports information director. It is what a SID is. He said at the at the BCU fans dusting off their keyboards. <laughs> the Florida Classic should uh, to determine the Swackies champion as it should. Kind of jumping the gun there, but I feel you. I really hope he brings some people that he played in the NFL with to be potential position coaches or coordinators. Um, Yeah, just just personally, I I would love to see it. I know some people have thrown uh, Ray Lewis out there. I don't know how likely that is, but could you imagine? I I mean, just just to throw out there, this is all new. I don't have any info on who his staff's going to be. Could you imagine Ed Reed and Ray Lewis on the same staff recruiting Florida, uh, there's just uh, – I, I, I wouldn't know what to do with that. That would be insane, just insane if, if that happened. In you know, the hell, Wildcats, do you think BCU can get some big-time transfers at least if we can't get big-time recruits? Yes, I do because they're, they're – and anyone from Florida can speak to this in the chat too – there's so much talent in Florida that there's a lot of kids from Florida's that go elsewhere for, for college and just don't work out at the highest level. And so they're in the transfer portal now looking to play closer to home. The, all these other schools in Florida, the Florida's, the Florida State's, the UCF's, the FAU's, the FIU's, the FAMU's, all these schools filled a lot of spots in the early signing period. The only school in Florida right now that didn't sign anybody in early signing day was Bethune Cookman. They have a lot of open space. They have a lot of potential. I, I think they. I, I personally think that they have a they have a chance to be real. I think this class TD will be big in the transfer portal, and you'll see kind of like a more a different split in terms of what you see uh, next year. But also, I'm interested to see what Ed Reed's recruiting strategy is. When you ask coaches, they all have different strategies. Fred McNair way heavier in the JUCO route. Other coaches, they like to go transfer portal. Other coaches, they like to, say, stick to high school and ju- then fill the the dead spaces with, with transfer portal recruits. So I, I think it's going to depend on his, trans- his, pol- his recruiting policy. And with him being a first-year head coach, we don't know what that's going to be. But I do think transfer portal is going to be big this year, TD. The transfer portal big this year, high school will be even bigger next year. And this is another big one because we saw Warren Sapp over with Jackson State for a little while. Warren Sapp as a D-line coach, would be stupid. I'll just put I'll put that out there. That would be ridiculous. Hey, blue JSU still solos and BSU best year with Ed Reed. <laughs> oh, let's see. I'm trying to find get all get to y'all's questions. Also, if you do want to call in, 701-779-9585 is the call in number. Now, let's see. BCU doesn't have their own stadium. Do you think Reed will be willing to invest his own pocket money for facilities? I don't know if he'd be willing. It depends on the amount. I, I guess TD. What I th- what what is more likely, in my opinion, this is just me spitballing, coming off of my the top of my head. I think it's more likely that Ed Reed goes out and and tries to find businesses, find people he has relationships with to help fund that. I don't expect Ed Reed just to pay out of his own back pocket to build a new stadium or revamp the stadium, but I do think he could, he could leverage connections that he has to I, – I, I think he'll leverage those connections to help. I don't. Th- I don't think he'll pay out of his own pocket, though. Unless it's a minute amount that they need to make up or something, but I think it's more likely that it, that he just leverages his connections to to raise money personally. BCU will be, now will be named the BCU Hurricanes. <laughs> Shout out to Raw Truth. He said this is great news for Bethune Cookman and the swag. I, I agree with you on that, man. I, I'm pumped for this hire. I, I really do. I, I really love this man. I, I'm super excited. I had to come straight on. Didn't make a PowerPoint. Didn't didn't do anything, man. I just wanted to come up, come on here, and and talk to you guys. Get y'all's opinion on everything. Oh, let's see. I'm trying to find the SWAT coaches. Was like, yes, prom's going down Saturday, so <laughs> I'm not playing with y'all, man. Listen, y'all can go to my channel. Uh, Bethune Cookman put out a tweet. I'll read the tweet. Directly to you guys. Let's see, where is it at? From Bethune-Cookman Athletics, verified and everything. It said, Bethune-Cookman University Athletics has entered an agreement in principle with Pro Football Hall of Famer Ed Reed to be its 16th Head football coach. More information will be forthcoming. hashtag Let's go. hashtag Hell Wildcats and hashtag Pray together. So that is the official tweet from Bethune Cookman today. And six hundred one, you can call back in. I was just reading the. Uh, I can. Just, I was just reading the tweet real quick. I'll get to you uh, right now. And it's on ESPN's Already broke it. Everything. So it looks like it's about as uh, official as it could be. Man, I'll get to PJ on another show, man. I don't want to take away from what's going on here, but I'll talk about PJ on the next live stream. Let's see. There was a... Yeah, the Ravens owner would be a, would be a hell of a connection to have. Yeah, it's on it's on the BCU athletic page as well, so you guys can check that out. At your earliest convenience, I guess. Uh, seven four eight five. You're live. Hey, what's going
2: on, Blue? It's the Margo from the Jack So retro in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> what's good, hey, man? Hey, look, Blue.
4: Hey, hey, we ain't worried about Jackson. We good. But uh, fam, you that man finna be recruiting all in y'all backyard. So, I'm going to go ahead and say this here right here, Blue. You can remember I called it. Bam, you. BCU. BCU by
5: 40, man. (laughs) I'm (laughs) out.
0: I appreciate you, man. Oh, man. Sir Retro always delivering the classic calls there. BCU by 40 in the Florida Classic, uh, according to Sir Retro. (laughs) i oh I I wish Miss uh, Mr Campbell's probably Mr Campbell's probably at work, but I'm sure he had some thoughts about that one. He said, "Man, BCU BC, ain't beating Famu for a while." <laughs> oh man, I still think JSU and Famu is going to be on top. Do you think Frank Gorson could hit the portal and join Ed Reed? Possibly. I mean, is that because he's the one? At, at at southern at southern miss right cuz he was man, he had a stupid bowl game what was it the linden tree bowl he had like three touchdowns 300 something yards that that would be insane i'll just say if, if that happened that would be a huge addition for them i don't know if q uh Sean bird has any eligibility left though he was a solid solid running back for them um i i just don't know i i don't know if he had I don't, I don't know if he has any eligibility left. I'll have to look after the show. BC is about to be scared with the possible staff he can put together. It's going to take a year or two to get uh, his roots into the program. Uh, let's see. I if I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, man. You guys are wild. Jackson had 20 players from Florida. At, at everybody, if, if, I'll say this. I'm letting. Possibly if you're a West Coast team and get an excuse, if your school's located in the South and you cannot recruit the state of Florida, it's really, really hard to win at the highest level, especially down down here. You have to be able to recruit the state of Florida, Florida, Georgia, Texas, even Louisiana. That That's going to be the biggest question marks. So, Smash, I know. I know you're probably just tuning in. So Bethune cookman said no contract details are going to be released at this time. Probably be available sometime later this week. Uh, so I, I would imagine probably sometime toward the end of the week. Uh, a lot of people are still – a lot of the people probably in the office are still on vacation just kind of getting back, trying to catch up on emails and stuff. I'm sure that will be released sometime later this week. But um, we'll see. I, I can't imagine it's going to be – you know. I don't think he's going to be one of the highest-paid coaches in the FCS. I would say it's probably an average SWAC coaching contract, but I I would imagine that he did probably, if I had to guess, Edry probably negotiated a bigger assistant pool for his staff rather than him. Because I don't think it – I don't want to say this because of the recent events surrounding another coach, but I don't think he's super, super concerned. Uh, about the money, I think he would rather surround himself with the staff that he could win with. Cause I think he understands because he, he, there's no way he took this job, not understanding the financial situation or surrounding Bethune cookman There's no way that he just asked for an absolute bag knowing no, for, from Bethune cookman I just, I just can't see that being the case. What's your percentage on him pulling a Dion and winning back to back? I think it's low. Jay, I, I got, like I talked about earlier, I think what was happening. I, I think Jackson State was. I, I think Jackson State was an easier rebuild than what Cookman is, and I'm, I'm sure Ken and some other guys who were really plugged into Jackson State can can vouch for this, even though Jackson State might not might not have been winning. The potential was there behind the scenes in terms of Ashley Robinson being the AD that he was, the support staff, the people in the building, like the foundation was kind of there in certain aspects for to help what 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 transpired at Jackson State. I don't think the same thing. Like he's, I think that the rebuild at Bethune Cookman is is a lot bigger, to be honest with you. And, and like Kim put in the chat just a minute ago, like he don't have the spring season to help him. He's gonna to have to go in first full season. Let me try to pull up the schedule for Bethune Cookman real quick. I don't know if it's been released or not yet, but let's see. I'm trying to see if they have it on their site. They don't have it on their they don't have it on their uh, official athletic site yet. Let me check out another scheduling app. Let's see if they potentially could have it. this So for 2023 the only game the only out of conference game that's confirmed is at Memphis. They have a they had out of conference game at Memphis. Um, is the only game that's confirmed. They still have some open dates in terms of out of conference games that they're going to have to play. We know that you know, we know what their conference games are, are probably going to be, but they do have a they do have a money game against Memphis on the road. So that's the only game that's really confirmed right now. But I, I just I don't see them winning the SWAC next year. I think this is this is going to be a rebuilding season. Give them year two, year three, to somewhat um, to somewhat com- compete. This is a big deal for BCU and the swag. Let's get ready for the Eddie Eds. <laughs> Mr. Campbell, I know you just tuned in. The last caller just said Bethune by 40 this year in the Florida Classic. So I don't know how you feel about that, but he said Bethune by 40. Uh, shouldn't should be a schedule out other than the teams that they play. 2023 2023 will be tough, but they can win by simply landing a good quarterback. That's the blueprint. That That's the blueprint. And it, everyone's talked about it. If you got a quarterback that can play – you can win. And right now, uh, Jalen Jones is in the transfer portal. I'm not sure about Walter Simmons. Um, I, I'll text his dad. I, I, I talked to his dad, so I'll, I'll shoot him a text and see if he's still there. But I think Simmons can play. And so he potentially could be a quarterback. And also, there's a whole lot of talent in the transfer portal. So he can go get a kid out of JUCO and get a kid out of the transfer portal. And there potentially could be a high school kid that was overlooked. That's a gym. From the state of Florida that he can go land to lead the program. Let's go, Eddie Eddie is going to tell folks that folks at the BC gives the new U. <laughs> He'll more likely have an Eddie Eddie George arc than a prom one. That's fair. Hey, coach Ed Reed, linebacker coach Ray Lewis. You're gonna uh you're gonna have Coach Eddie Robert Jr. said Ed Reed ain't swag. That's gonna I don't think that's gonna <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Definitely get the likes up. Also, probably going to go for 15 more minutes. Cut it off at the hour mark. 701-779-9585 is the call-in number. Um hit the like button, subscribe if you're not subscribed. We'll have a lot more on this and I'm all listen. So this isn't going to be a situation I if people follow the channel for a while, know what I'm talking about. This is not going to be a com- uh, a situation kind of like Jackson. Uh for me, I have a really, really great relationship with the SID over at Bethune. I'm going to call him after the show. I'm going to try. I'm just going to let y'all know. I'm going to try to get the first interview with with, with Ed Reed on this channel as soon as it becomes super official and he gets on campus, he gets settled. I'll keep you guys updated. I'm working behind the scenes to already get that started. So, man, stay tuned for that because I'm going to try to get you guys the, the real exclusive with Ed Reed. Nine six zero six, you're live. Nine six zero six, you're live. All right, they can call back in if they want, but man, huge, huge hire here. Oh, we got another caller now. Nine six zero six you're live. Nine six zero six, you're live. Not happening for him. Six one four eight, you're live. What's good? This is uh DJ Raw Troop, man. Good show, brother. Hey, what's good, man? Appreciate you calling in, guys. Make sure to go subscribe to my guy DJ's channel. Man does great content over there. Man, what's your thoughts on this, DJ?
2: It's a great hire because Ed Reed he played high school in Louisiana, has connections to Louisiana, and he also has connections to Florida. Strong ties with coaches and players still to this day from uh, playing from you uh, of Miami in college. And don't forget, he played for the Baltimore Ravens, so he has connections with the DMV. His recruiting is going to do wonders for Bethune-Cookman. Now, this job, as you pointed out, is not as easy as Jackson State to turn that around because, of, you know, they need more resources. But I think he's the man for the job. You need if there was any school that needed to make a splash hire like this, it's Bethune-Cookman. The second uh, Mississippi Valley State.
0: I agree with you on that, and I really do think it's going to come down to how much the university supports them. I think that was really overlooked in the whole Jackson situation is how much the support behind the scenes that the coaching staff got played into the success that you saw on the field. If you took that coaching staff and put them with the support and the resources at Valley or Bethune, I don't think it's the same narrative. And so it's going to be important for Ed Reed, and I'm sure it went into contract negotiations, that he had to have some sort of guarantee that they're going to support him better than they did over the past few seasons for uh, Terry Sims. That's That's got to be a conversation that he had to have before he took this job.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. Um, that's what you call this kind of head coaching hire is called a blank check hire. Meaning <laughs> you give – Ed Reed, what, what he wants. I think Ed Reed is aware enough to know the budget of Bethune. So he's willing – I think he's going to be willing to work with them, and they're going to be willing to work with him as well. Contract, assistance, uh, what the field should look like. I, I'm excited for Bethune, because, man, this is great news for the Slack. Uh, I, I want the Slack to be the most competitive conference in the FDF. I know it's a long way to go. I know there's other, you know, a Valley conference and others that are released. Uh, but one day I want to see the slack top tier uh, in talent and coaching. and This is just a start.
0: I, I completely agree with you, DJ. Appreciate you calling in, man. No doubt, man. Peace and blessings. 7612. Appreciate you calling in, man. No doubt, man. Peace and blessings. 7612. Live,
2: what's going on, Blue?
0: What's good, man? uh,
2: Eric from uh, New Jersey calling.
3: Um, I think it's it's a really dope. Uh, oh, I got my radio too hot. Um, I think it's a really dope hire one because I'm so tired of people talking about Jackson State and Colorado. Oh, my lord, I'm so tired. (laughs) Every time I come on YouTube, I'm like, can we talk about something else? um but i think it's a really good hire i i think ed reed from an ex x is standpoint uh he's an excellent um hire i thought that that was the person jackson should have targeted the second Dion left um i know they said ed, uh ray lewis was a big on the board you know besides tc uh, which i think he'll do a good job but uh i think ed, ed Reed is an excellent hire and i think that you know i think somebody said something about the facilities I think that, you know, because he's such a, a big um, name for the University of Miami, um, I think he'll be able to tap the pockets of that, that billionaire booster that's uh, helping, uh, that's uh, buying all the recruits right now, I forget his name, uh, that's doing Miami real justice on the NIL stand Um So I think he'll be able to, uh, um, you know, that, like you said, they, they know the owner from the Baltimore Ravens. And I think that uh, the resources, I think he, his, even though his name isn't like Primer or anything like that, I think he is a big enough name that he can attract money to the school, um, to create a space and uh, uh, to create space for the facilities and stuff like that. And I'm like, if I'm a DB, if I'm a safety, uh, <laughs> why wouldn't I want to play for Ed uh, Reed? Like, he's excellent.
0: I'm with you there, and I really do think they could learn. A little bit from the situation that just transpired. You mentioned, you know, everyone's talking about it, and make sure Bethune sets themselves up to benefit financially from this. You know what I mean? Because I mean, everyone hindsight's twenty twenty has been talking a lot about what you know all these other schools should have done. Bethune needs to now position themselves to do that and not repeat some of the mistakes that we've seen over the last few seasons. I think that's that's a, a big advantage that they have. Making this higher now after what we just saw transpire.
3: Absolutely. And uh, to add to that, you know, um, I mean, it really, uh, you know, uh, I think one thing that goes missing in a lot of uh, the HBCU space is people don't realize how much uh, social currency they really have right now. Um, and they can really make this thing. Uh, blow up if they uh, uh, they're smart about how they do it, and like you said, uh, how Bethune, uh sets themselves up contractually um, uh, and everything else to protect themselves. Because you know if he's not going. If he does good, he you know he's going to be the next target to to leave. But you know I think he'll be there for a little bit longer because I think it'll be a little bit of a, a uh, like you said a bigger build. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean absolutely.
0: Hey man, I appreciate you calling in and giving your thoughts. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right. I'm going to go Mr. Campbell and then 5769. Mr. Campbell, you're live.
6: Blue. I love it. I just saw this. I'm super excited as a HBCU fan. Super excited because my daughter went to Bethune-Cookman. But Here's a couple of things that I really like. And this is more like insider, insider baseball type stuff. One of it's former teammates is Derek Crudup. Derek Crudup has one of the biggest prep schools down there in Florida. So Derek recruits all these kids that take that extra year. And then he sends those kids to the SEC. He sends those kids to the big 10. So now he can go right to Derek and say, Hey, you give me kids that might not be swag worthy. They can come with them. I'm telling you that pipeline is already going to be open. I can guarantee that 100%. Then you've got several of his teammates that I know for a fact, a high school coaches in Florida. In the mid-level, a lot of those guys went back to the muck that are coaching. I can name about four or five of those guys that are in Central Florida that are coaches that played with Ed. So now Ed can go to these guys. So now the bottom line is, and I think people don't remember this, before Bethune couldn't have came the SWAC, which everybody was shocked, Bethune had won 15 straight SWAC games against SWAC opponents. They were actually the only HBCU team that beat Grambling the year Grambling went to the Celebration Bowl, those back-to-back years. So it is not too far off for Bethune-Cookman to get players. So they've always been able to get players because it is Florida. Florida is going to be Florida. So if Ed can get those Florida players, he's got Steve Bishotti. And I'll tell you another phone call if I was Ed. I would call the under, owner of Under Armour and say, hey, let's have Dion Part 2. Let's flip these jerseys and let's get that pipeline going. Because on Dunn- owner and Steve Bishotti are really good friends. So the amazing resource that Ed can bring to the table and flip that thing just that quick. I'm super excited. And just like somebody said, you know what? We had one coach that moved on. Now we got another storyline to talk about, which is very interesting and Ed's background. And I'll tell you this too, Reggie Wayne, even though he would never leave the NFL, but Reggie Wayne's family went to Grambling. So he has people that have HBCU connections that are going to look. I'm telling you, that, eight, that you family is going to incubate around Ed to try to make him successful. I guarantee and the great thing about being in Daytona, all those guys stay between Palm Beach and, and Miami. So it's nothing for them to come up to Daytona and be down, stand on that sideline with Ed. So he's going to get all of these guys. He's going to get all these guys to come support him. So again, the hard work starts now, putting in your staff. Getting players, but I'm just talking about for storylines. As an HBCU alum and HBC football fan, I'm super. I'm super excited.
0: I'm pumped. I, like I already, I was talking to Urban. Man, the Florida Classic is going to be insane this year, and, and over the next few years, as long as Ed and Willie get to go heads up, that the, the the lead up and build up of that is going to be insane, and I can't wait for it.
6: And Blue, well, one last thing, and then then I'll go. So just like I'm laughing about the idiots, Ed Reed has fan fans. that go all the way back to the University of Miami. So that's Ed Reed's personal fan base? Man, they're going to be damn near as bad as the Prime S. So I'm going to be excited about just them acting the fool and coming in and joining the fright so we can curse them out too. All right, Blue, have a good one, bro.
0: Appreciate you, Mr. Campbell. Five seven six nine. You
4: live.
0: Hey, hey, what's up, Boo? What's uh, good, man? So,
5: I kind of, I kind of have a few thoughts about this hire. I think I think for Bethune, it's a good hire because, at worst, you know, if everything is equal in a recruiting battle in the SWAC, you're probably gonna get that recruit because of every name. But I, I think the issue is there's gonna be it's going to be the expectations are going to be too high, and I don't think I don't really think every kid can reach that because he has the sort of he's going to be compared to Dion if we're being honest. And I don't I don't think people realize this. Dion wasn't getting recruits because because he played the NFL because he was a Pro Bowler. He he got a lot of recruits based off just his per his personality. He just gave off Hollywood. He had you know he was on TV. He knew how to attract people even the average football fan. I think like if we look at every even the picture you have right now, like we see how it looks. It's not it's not really appealing. It doesn't attract people to you. And I just think that's gonna be an issue when you when you talk about getting big time recruits. But I think for Bethune, this is the best hire they can make. If you could get
0: someone like every to take the job with me, mean, we should offer it to him. But um, I'm just interested to see to see what he does. Hey man, I appreciate you calling in and giving your thoughts. I, I appreciate you. I right, man. know. 5778,
2: you're live. Hey, what's going on? This is Bison for Life, Call from the GC area.
0: What's up, man? Great.
2: Um, as a MIA guy, power guy, great hire. I've always been a fan of Platoon Cookman since the days of Larry Little and um, Sean Wyatt. It, it can only go up. I just hope they avoid the missteps we saw with the Jackson State thing. I'll just hang up and listen. Take care.
0: Yeah, I think he hung up before I got his question. Post your question in the chat. I, I didn't hear what you said, man. He kind of broke up. 7909, you're live. What's going on, Blue? How you doing, man? What's up, man? Hey, something else to talk about. It, it, it's nice. <laughs> you ain't kidding. You ain't kidding, but this is a phenomenal hire for them Cook, um, I And I'm
4: going to say the same thing I said when Dion got hired. I just hope. I hope he stays a while. I mean, two to three years is what the anticipation is, but I hope he sticks around long enough to do a lot of damage. But I know as a university, Bethune needs it. Hopefully they get the enrollment up and things of that sort. And I think the football program is about to turn around for a little while, man, which will be a fun ride. The Florida Classic is about to be crazy again, which is going to be a joy to watch. And like um, Mr. Campbell said, the, the boys at the U – are not gonna let Ed Reed fail because they're gonna roll around and try to make him succeed. This is gonna be a different ballgame than what, what it was with um Dion. This is gonna be interesting to watch.
0: I'm with you. And, and I don't also, think this should be Go ahead.
4: Now and, and I'm not I'm not concerned about him not having the ability to get recruits
0: because sometimes the resume speaks for itself. Because so He's a Hall of Famer too. <laughs> I'm with you and I, I get why it's an easy comparison to compare him and prom, but I do urge people to try to not fall into that because it's so easy just to put the same expectations and say if he doesn't follow the exact blueprint that he's not doing it right, he doesn't need to be prime. He doesn't need to do anything that he did, man. Pave your own way because I'm sure the reason he got the job is because he sold a vision, sold an idea, and and laid out the steps that he wants to take for Bethune-Cookman. What works at Jackson is not always going to work for Bethune-Cookman and vice versa. Do what works at your university. Do what you think you need to do to be successful and pave your own path. I think it's way too easy just to say, oh, he should do exactly what Prom did. Wow. Pave his own way. He's also, like you said, he has his own cachet. He's a Hall of Fame player. He has his own path. I don't think this should be – I don't think he should walk hand in hand with what Prom did. He's in Florida. The connections are going to be crazy. The recruiting is going to be berserk. And I'm so excited to cover it because he anybody that he pretty much wants in that South Miami area is coming to Bethune Cookman with him. And like you said, I think the connection yep. and the relationship with former Miami alums is going to add like a whole nother level, you know, with with what he can do on the recruiting trail for Bethune Cookman.
4: It's gonna be interesting to watch. And now, maybe, maybe Bethune will get a GM that's actually in of the office and not coaching basketball
0: now. Now, that's also, the think, because, what they still gotta hire an AD, right? Yeah, that's the thing. well. Isn't the the ADs the basketball
4: coach? Is not yeah, he doing yeah. both? Are they gonna keep it that way? I'm, I hope not. <laughs> but, but it'll be interesting
0: <laughs> to watch, man. I'm I'm intrigued. Oh, I am too. If anything, it, it reinvigorates, I think, the average fan's interest in all this. And so it should, it should be interesting, man. But, hey, I appreciate you calling in. Yes, sir. Have a good one, Blue. Yeah, there you go. I knew Mr. Campbell was going to come in with it. Hey, man, I see the chat. Um, 4409, I'm going I'm to come to you and probably be the last caller. Why are, are people already worried about when and how he's going to leave? The guy hasn't even had his intro press conference yet, and people are already concerned with when and why he's going to leave and being skeptical. Just let him come in and do his thing, and then we can can judge it from there. I don't think – I think it's way too crazy to already be talking about that he's going to be the next guy to jump to P5. He's going to do this and that. Like, the dude hasn't even introduced himself as the head coach yet. Why are people talking about him leaving? That is crazy. To me, that people are already upset that he potentially might leave is if he because if he comes in and doesn't sell you on anything, then why would you be care- Like, listen, take a deep breath. Let him come in. Let him coach a game before we get all upset that he potentially may leave. Like everyone's got to take a deep breath here. That's crazy that we're already in the chat talking about when and why or potentially how he's going to leave, and he hasn't even coached a game. He hasn't even talked into a microphone since the announcement that's crazy 4409
2: you're live hey what's going on blue how's it going tonight man
0: i'm doing good man i'm doing good
2: good man i was just calling in just uh just wanted to let you know that uh this news
7: hasn't reached canada yet so i just wanted to thank you for posting this this is uh uh, breaking news for uh, me right now, so I actually think it's a good hire. I'm not going to stay long because I know you probably have a lot of callers on, but I just want to know if you think this is too late as far as recruiting goes.
2: Thanks and have a good night.
0: Hey, pre- appreciate you. It sound a little salty in this comment. That's what y'all. Right, y'all are crazy. I'll just say this: you're crazy. But anyway. Uh oh, there's always a few people in the chat. Jesus Christ. But no, I don't think it's too late. There are thousands of people in the transfer portal. And there's plenty of there's plenty of people who still have their recruitment wide open and as long as he puts together a good staff and talks and and makes um makes some sort of connection with recruits, it'll be fine. He has all the way till what February Fifteenth ish, twelfth ish, to to make it um, to make a recruiting class, put it together. He'll be fine, as long as he as long as he lands a handful of recruits that are good and solid, can potentially talk some recruits to staying on the roster. Year one will be okay. I, I don't think it's too late. It is starting a little bit behind the eight ball, but I do think he has the ability to potentially make up some room. Uh, it's not evil. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I was like, but we, we're just out here breaking news. Um, he said, I got the timeout button on. <laughs> nah, man, we're good. We're good. But listen, Ed Reed is going to be named the next head coach for Bethune Cookman. is, and for all the people who haven't tuned in, he, his potential, his experience came. I'll take Coach Green's call. Hang on, Coach Green. I'll get you your last caller. Got to be Coach Green. Coach Green, you're live shutting down the show, man. Man, what it do, Blue? Ah, man, hey, love this. I, I Coming off of the holidays, I was so tired of the, you know, the narrative talk and everything. And I was like, I'm ready to talk recruiting. Yeah. And then this broke. Feeling good. I, I'm really, really excited for this.
1: Man, I'm happy for it, too, man. Because, uh, you know, Reggie Thier showed y'all that, you know, he was doing something behind the scenes. You know, he wouldn't just—it's all his concentration was just on his basketball team. You know, and that let you know he got a good staff around him too, because you know he able to maneuver like that. As long as you got a good a- assistance around you, So yeah, I, I, I like this hire, man.
0: I do too. I really do. I know there's there's still some people who are skeptical, and I get it, and that's why I'm trying to yeah. reiterate. I don't think he's going to win the swag year one or year two. This is a rebuild. But if he oh, yeah. comes out, wins four or five games this year, competes for the East next year, let's say with like eight wins, seven, eight wins, potentially by year three, if he has Bethune as a contender, that's a hell of a rebuild. I think he'll be just fine. There's no way he can't recruit. We know he's going to recruit. All, that, all that's left up to the – I would say the imagination is – Who's going to be on his staff, and I trust with his connections that he can put together a solid staff, in my opinion. But I think there's too many people putting unrealistic expectations and are saying, "Oh, everyone's overreacting." It's like I don't think anybody thinks he's winning the SWAC this year.
1: Good. Hey, I say this though. I know some of them. Uh, some of them uh, FBS teams are happy that he got hired at this time and not earlier.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, a thousand percent. Could you imagine if this would have happened two years ago?
1: Man, there'd be there'd be some upset FBS coaches. Cause he would he would have flipped some of these recruits, man. He wouldn't now, you know, I ain't gonna say he's gonna get a whole bunch of five stars. He probably would've flipped one like Dion did. Probably flipped one five star, got a bunch of four stars and three.
0: Well, I, I think know? I, you know, I don't see him Like you said, I don't see him coming out here and just landing five stars all over the place. But I think people forget, man, if you're landing, look at what Campbell's... I mean, well, because Campbell might be back example because they haven't won anything. But, man, look at all the top teams in the FCS. It's all the... Like, the FCS recruiting rankings are kind of overrated, man. If you can recruit solid talent out of the transfer portal and develop Mm -hmm. high schoolers, you're winning at this level. It's all you have to do. Just... If you could, if, if Ed Reed goes out there and lands a bunch of good three and lower full four stars out of Florida and develops them and then lands some big transfer portal targets, they're going to be hard to beat because that's all it takes to win at the FCS level is development and then being able to get fill out your holes in the transfer portal. That is the key to winning at the FCS yeah. level.
1: Hey, I'm gonna say this though because this, you, you know, this was. People ain't really realizing, you know. I ain't gonna say they're gonna win it, but the defense wasn't terrible and the offense wasn't terrible. And some of them guys returning it on both sides.
0: It's gonna come down, like I would imagine. Okay, if I'm a Bethune Cookman player, Kamari Everett's going to the draft, Amari Hill Robinson teased the transfer portal. I don't think, um, you know, I I don't personally think he's entered the portal yet, but he was teasing it. If he, nah, can he has it. But he he was on Twitter recently and he loves the hype. Well, there you go. So he's staying. If you can just take some of the guys from the portal that entered that you want to keep on your roster, man, that's 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 the start. Roster management, making sure no he, one else transfers, is the key, and then recruiting a quarterback. We've talked about it yeah, over and over again.
1: That's the biggest. That's the biggest right there. Quarterback.
0: And there's some good ones. There's some really good and quarterbacks some... in the portal. And so I think he'll be yep. just fine. There are plenty there there's plenty of players in the portal and they're still entering. If I'm not mistaken, I think oh, the then, window's still open. So Yeah, who, it is. Who knows?
1: And then don't forget that QB Stokes still out there. His uh scholarship got pulled.
0: Yeah. And I mean even players who haven't signed can be flipped to Bethune equipment too. So he'll be fine. If he can just get a manageable okay. quarterback year one, he'll be just fine. I think like you said, Bethune has some talent. They had a solid running back in Q bird had one of the best tight end had probably the best tight end in the SWAC and Kamari Everett. Their offensive line was mm-hmm. decent. They They had a, the biggest concern for Bethune this year was they lost a lot of talent from the defensive line and linebacker unit from 20, from 2021 to 2022. I don't think mm-hmm. they've replaced the impact that those guys had. And the secondary was pretty solid. They had some really talented guys. Now, if I'm not mistaken, Jaden Hodge, the three-star transfer from Penn went back into the portal. I would imagine. You might come probably, back out. Yeah. You could probably pull him back into the fray at Bethune-Cookman that that's gonna be the start is to see who he convinces to stay at Bethune Cookman for me.
1: I know a lot of people, you know, a lot of people was worried about Bethune, man, because they're like, man, they ain't hire no coach yet. And right after Christmas,
0: what they do. I, it, it was worth the wait. It was worth it was it was worth the wait. I'll I'll put I'll put that out there. It was worth the wait. And I know everyone was worried because I don't blame Bethune-Cookman fans for hitting the panic button. All these other coaching searches were ending. You don't make a single signing on early signing day. I'd be panicking too. But mm-hmm. I think it paid off in the long run. They made the right hire, and we'll see what happens You know, in the coming days. I'm interested for the contract because I can't imagine he's the highest-paid coach in the SWAC or anything like that. But I also, the more important thing for me is the assistant pool money and who he can convince yeah. to come in and and work with them. Because, you know, you can't sell the assistants on money, but you can sell them on the vision of what your program is going to be and potential opportunities down the well, line for them.
1: Well, the thing you got to look at, you know, it's all about relationships. Because so that's how, you know, Coach Prime got the staff. He was able to get over there to Jackson. So, and I know his role is is deep. Aspect. So, it's
0: going to be I knew, interesting. I know some people have thrown out. I'll just say, if, if he brings in Warren Sapp as a D-line coach or Ray Lewis as the linebacker coach, The recruiting in Florida is going to be nauseating. That, <laughs> I, I mean, it's going to be so unfair that it, it's not even funny. You know what I mean? So it, it, you think, So, you think the same –
1: how mad the fans at FSU was at Dion for flipping Travis? You see Miami fans being mad at Ed Reed like that? No,
0: uh, and you know, okay, well it depends. I don't know. Uh, is Ed Reed gonna flip the number one player in the country from Miami? I don't know. We'll see. But based on him working at Miami and coaching there and and being very very involved in the program, I can only imagine that Miami fans are really really happy he got the opportunity. And to be honest, let's just be – I just got onto the chat for this, but <laughs> um, they probably – if he's successful, we know what we know what's going to happen. They're going to be like, bring Ed Reed home. But I think they're going to support him. I really do think you're going to see a lot of Miami fans support Bethune Cookman just because um, – I mean, just because of Ed Reed. I think that – Hey. Personally.
1: I would say it is. I'm going to say this. Since you said that, you know, the pressure's on Mario Christopher. That's
0: a fact. It it was already on before this. That's a whole other show. Yeah. I got some takes. <laughs> Listen, I'm supposed to have Uncle Luke on the show in the coming weeks. Trust me. All the Miami talk will be answered on that episode.
1: Oh, man. It's going gonna, it gonna to be. So, every year, he's going to be on the hot seat. Because if Ed Reed went in at BCU, he's going to have to win at Miami. Because the call's going to start. Bring him home. Bring him home. If you
0: ain't winning, I, I just I just can't wait for the Florida Classic. I'm just telling you that's going to be my that's the number one game I'm looking forward to this year because you give Ed Reed a let what no no the 12 game mandate starts next year for FCS. My bad. I would like mm-hmm. to see 10 games into the season Ed Reed's team gelling. You potentially have FAMU battling for a SWAC championship position. I just I can't wait for that. I really can't. Hello, 12 I'm games in. what? do what?
1: You say 12 games, 12 games mandate start next year for who? The FCS. They go to 12?
0: Yeah. For I think it's I think it's 24-25. It might be 23-24. I don't remember off the top of my head, but they're going to shift in for uh they're shifting for 12 games at the FCS level.
1: Wow, that is huge.
0: They they I don't understand why they haven't done that. It's so dumb. That the fact that they did they weren't letting FCS schools play more than that, but I'm glad I'm glad they did it. I think but because yeah, of the
1: playoffs.
0: Yeah. Okay, there it is. It's 2024, 2025. So next year uh, two years from now, it'll be 12 games. But um this year, I think the storylines are going to be endless. And I, like I talked about earlier, I think this was the best thing for the SWAT because there were a lot of You know, we knew the Mr. Campbells, you, the people who have been around for a while were were all, everyone was excited. All the media coverage was still excited because there were still so many storylines to talk about. But I think the average fan needed this to kind of stick around, to be honest with you. And I think that's good. I still think that's SWAT Media's day is going to be berserk with this.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's going to be berserk because the storylines will be every TC Taylor recruiting players, of course Grambling. What well, you Jackson gonna do his second year? Of course, what Ed uh, uh, Dooley gonna do his second year? You know, it, it, it's gonna be crazy. Can Willie Simmons win it since Dion gone now?
0: So it's a bunch of storylines, bro. And TC recruiting like he's doing. Oh God, it, it's gonna be so much fun because I think there was. We knew what we know. The West is going to be insane. I, I've already, I've already said it. it's going to be a bloodbath between PV Southern Texas Southern potentially Grambling. I mean, it, Alcorn got a new quarterback too, and is bringing back Jarvion Howard. I mean, the the West is going to be pure insanity week in and week out. Let let's just not even say it happens this year. Next year, you got FAMU with Willie Simmons. TC Taylor year two after a year building his program. Ed Reed, year two building his program. Alabama AM with Connell Maynard. We know what he is. Eddie Robb in year two and year three with Demetrius Davis potentially a quarterback and that defense reloaded. Man, it's going to be it's going to be must see TV every single weekend. And look,
1: look, you just added some more storylines, just that quick after what I said. You added some more.
0: I'm pumped. Listen, so, I, I I wish Swap Media Day was tomorrow. Because you know me? No, man. You
1: can I, go, the I hate
0: the all right Yeah, I mean, you know me. I hate the offseason. I I need 2023 to roll on over here, man. Because I'm ready to talk more football. I'm ready to get to Media Day, lead up into the season, man. This the, this all is gonna drag on for me. I I'm nauseous thinking about the. January, February, March, April, May months. It's just, it's going to be brutal for me.
1: You know what? I'm, I'm curious to see what the press conference is going to be like. If is A.R.E. going to cut his hair, or is he going to keep the the long beard, long hair look? Regardless,
0: I don't think he cares. I don't think Bethune Quitman cares. But Kipman is really not want want in a position to tell him to cut it. To be honest with you. Oh no, I no, they ain't gonna... It's it, nah. it, who cares, man? Like. Let him keep his beard. Why does that matter? I'll have oh, a beard. Like, other coaches have beards. Let, let him grow his beard out. Why does it matter?
1: Because, you know, he he, he like a iconic nasty look now.
0: I, I, so, I, I personally he, think they should let him keep it.
1: Not, oh, just they, me. Oh, they, but like you said, they ain't no position to tell him what, what to do with their in with It's like, you know, like they didn't tell Dion that they couldn't, be the talking person that he
0: is yeah so i'm pumped man and i i'm, I'm really really excited but Co green appreciate you calling in man i'm gonna get to this last caller real quick all right one 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 two you're live huh? hello what's up man you're live Yo, Blue, what's
8: going
0: on, man? Hey, man, doing good, doing good. How about you?
8: Man, I, man I'm man, i great, bro. Uh, I hope you had a great Christmas, and uh, I hope you have a prosperous New Year. But uh, I wanted to ask you this question uh, real quick, Blue. Uh, you have been keeping up with uh, FCS slash HBCU recruiting, right? Yeah. Okay, answer me this. Who has the number one uh, HBCU recruiting class?
0: So I'm not going to answer that on here because I want to try to keep it on Bethune, but I am working. <laughs> listen, I am working behind the scenes because I've received like 10 DMs of people wanting me to release recruiting rankings. I'm working behind the scenes, kind of trying to get all the data together make sure I make the right decision. I am going to release on a live stream of the next two weeks, early signing day rankings for the FCS, the SWAG, meag everything like that. So, that's coming. It just won't be on this episode, man. But you, you, I'm going to bring back the mailbags, and that's the first topic on the first mailbag of 2023,
8: for sure. You, you know what? That was like t- kind of like a rhetorical question because I know all the hype is trending right now on Twitter. Uh, who's the head coach at Bell cookler but that was a rhetorical question, really, because everybody in their mama know. Do y'all love baby? Jackson State, Jacktown, Mississippi, baby. Everybody know who got the number one recruiting class. So before y'all get hyped over there, over there in uh Daytona, man, realize who still has the number one recruiting class three years in a row. That's all I got for you, blue man. Keep doing your day, man. Hey,
0: appreciate you calling in, man.
8: Yes, sir. No problem. All right. Sorry.
0: Oh man. I appreciate Two quality, six man. seven two yes, you live. Oh uh, bad. I appreciate it's two quality, six man. seven two. Yes, you live. Oh uh, bad. Two and six seven two you live. Yes, oh, uh, bad. All right, not not happening. But well, listen guys appreciate you tuning in i'm gonna try to have all the updated information oh my lord uh all right i gotta get to i gotta get to jv but three three six three you're live hey blue how you doing hey man doing good i know you're having a solid day today (sighs) Actually, I've really been out of town all week long. I've
7: actually been out of town since yesterday. I'm actually checking in on my mom, who actually is recovering from gallbladder surgery. So, um,
2: I got the text man.
7: messages, and um, I'm gonna say I'm excited as of right now. Um, but, well, you know me, uh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm always very skeptical. My thing is this: we got the big name. That's good. And for what I've been told, Steve Scotty, former owner of the Ravens, is probably one of the richest owners in all of the nfl so i think resources will be coming our way i just hope that we get the players and the players in the wins. that's 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 the big thing um hopefully with him having um ties that'll help us with attendance getting attendance into the audience uh, um uh to our home games but uh you know, hopefully the players come i just wish it would happen earlier because we missed our, our early signing day but hopefully that players come and um, hopefully we get the um, results come on the field. I mean, it's like, I'm excited. Yes, but I'm tempered because I don't want to put the horse on um, the cart ahead head the horse. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. I mean, so I got to ask you, cause you're, you're my Bethune guy here. And I, I was really hoping you would call in on this episode. Do you have any opinion yes, on the staff on who you would like to see come with Ed Reed and, and, and coach Bethune Putman next season? Not as of yet. Um, I know everything here is
7: like speculation, of course, like, like like former coaches' names, like former alumni and stuff. But, of course, Reed's going to probably have um, – um, I'm sorry, Coach is going to have his own, like, uh, home, uh, own people coming in too. So everything speculation in this moment. I'm not even hearing any names. So, like I said, I've kind of been off the loop for the last, like, 48 hours or so. But um, I'll do some digging, see what I could find out, and hopefully we get some um, some stuff coming in soon. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, um, as of right now, I'm not exactly sure who the names are going to be for assistant coaches. I just know we have the head coach, and I think all the other names will uh, will
0: come in as time progresses. Now, I do have to ask. I I don't know because you're kind of more in tune with Bethune's kind of alumni base. With Ed Reed being the coach, do you think you guys try to negotiate a game in Miami? and play a non-conference game or try to move one of the SWAT games down to Miami to play in um, – I forgot what the Dolphins Stadium is, even Hard Rock? Yeah, Hard Rock, yes.
7: Um, honestly, off the record, Blue, I hate um, neutral site games because I think they take the reference uh, – um, I was arriving away from a home game, but if they did try to get a neutral site game down at Hard Rock Stadium, I wouldn't be surprised. It would actually make sense. Um, but um, I also think that Jacksonville might be more of a target also because Jacksonville is closer to Daytona than Miami is. So uh, Moose games, I wouldn't be surprised if
0: they're not on the horizon. Personally, I'm not a fan of them because they take away home games, but you know, that's just my two cents. And I know the chat in here is freaking out. Listen, guys, I knew they played Miami. I was talking about moving a SWAT game similar to like Jackson and Bethune moving to Jacksonville because I think – the attendance would be crazy to have Ed Reed come back to Miami, and I'm sure they would be open to oh, it yeah. just because of who he is.
7: Now, I do remember
0: that um, our first um, our first ever
7: FBS game we played was in 2011. That was against University of Miami in that same stadium. Um, and our first FBS win came against FIU, also in Miami. And And the funny thing about that game is we had more fans in attendance than FIU did. So if there's a game guy in Miami, no doubt the, uh, the data in Broward, uh, um, and at uh, Paul beach County. Um,
0: um, walk alumni will be there and in full force. Yeah. I'm not surprised. You guys brought more people than FIU to be honest with you. They, <laughs> I'm not surprised at all, man, but I, I, uh pray, prayers up to your mom man and I appreciate you calling in and I I'm excited to see what the staff's going to be like and what Bethune Cookman does over these next few years
7: yeah yeah bro one of my lady friends uh, um uh, sent me a message um saying that my name was brockling myself so I'm gonna go call it right quick so, uh, 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 um I said first of all, that I it was Scotty wait a minute I know folks are not calling me by name so uh, um um, I saw the YouTube said Blue Bus I said, oh, Blue bus I said, oh, Blue Sky Show. I said, okay, let me just call him right quick checking just check
0: on them, see how he's doing. Hey, man, I appreciate you. Appreciate you calling in. No problem. Thanks, Blue. All right, guys, we ended it. Oh, my God, JB. He's my Bethune Cookman guy. And so we had to get at least one Bethune Cookman caller. We closing down the call lines now. Listen, hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Roundtable coming back this week. I got a lot more content coming to your guys' way. Any information I hear on Ed Reed for Bethune Cookman, I will be dropping it on the channel and the website, thebluebloodspod.com. But until next time, guys, the Blue Bloods are out.